The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Dave, you want some help for a habitual liar? Yes. Yeah, what's going on? Well, I, I have had some questions, and I'm needing answers based on I sabotage my own life and knowing that I do things wrong and I don't want to. Okay, are you on a speakerphone? Uh, no. Oh, okay, because it sounds a little uh, echoey. Um, okay, so you're saying that you've made a series of choices throughout your life and you've built up a habit to where you've lied? You're the habitual liar? Yes, that's me. And what change that makes you want to turn that around? Uh, I'm, I'm running at the end of my marriage and I don't want it to fail. Okay, and yeah. I'm I'm trying to save it, and I'm realizing I have to change. So you're owning responsibility for damage done. Yes, and, and I'm realizing that it's it maybe beyond my ability just to admit it yeah. and fix it. So you, the first person, you, it, when you say save your marriage, I would say the more important thing to save is what? Who is the more... Um, Go ahead. I would, I would say, like, uh, looking at the importance of being a real man myself. Yes, yes. Fundamentally, the best gift you can privately give yourself, whether anyone knows it or not, is to clean up your home, your integrity, your honesty, you know, to re- repair yourself so that you can stop this habit or tendency to, li- to lie. What is one of your biggest lies in the marriage? Uh, uh, sexual deviancy. Okay. And your wife didn't know about it? Correct. And does she now know? Yes, she does. And what does she say about it? Is she okay with it? I mean, apart from the lie, or does she dislike it intensely, or where is she at? She's saying, um, we are separated for a time until things can change. And she's looking for real change, and she's holding on to hope. Do you think she means that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Her faith is uh, very evident and strong. So she, so she wants to remain married to you. So what is she requesting that you change? What would be evidence that you, you said a sexual deviancy. You don't need to go into it. I'm assuming you didn't cross the line into something uh, that would be criminal I have and it's been brought to order okay yes I have and it's brought to order and it's been disclosed and I am seeking uh, counsel in in that area also okay so your the trust has been broken and and severely damaged and now I'm um, seriously looking at what's begun the process was lying from the beginning and getting on track to a real commitment of honesty and purity and truth. Okay. Are you in counseling yourself? Are you going to see a a therapist? I have uh, a a therapist, but the therapist, it seems that it's not... I, I feel I can manipulate the therapist. 
Okay. Uh, you know what? One of the things you can do, if you feel you're manipulating the therapist, share that with the therapist. Say, I lied to you yesterday. I said so, I omitted some details that were really important. Because you're not doing that for the therapist. I mean, the therapist is only in your life for a short time, right? Correct. You're, yeah. you're cleaning up your mental habits. And you can tell the therapist, can I develop a signal system to let you know when I'm about to lie or right after I've lied or, you know, figure out a way to raise your awareness. The first step in change is... Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting the first step in change is well number one would be motivation really seeing why you want to change what is the benefit to to you Dave of changing and becoming a better person and you want to see that in all corners of your life because if you're a habitual liar it that doesn't just usually stop at a marriage that percolates everywhere so uh and, and so that is the case with you. Does it percolate in work and with friends? Yes. Oh, go ahead. I I'm um I'm wondering if I um I've been tested. Yeah. And I feel that I can um manipulate the testing. Okay. You know a, a lot of people a lot of uh People who are liars uh, habitually, they they learn to keep a poker face. They learn to lie. They learn the types of answers that are expected of them. And the only thing is, they're the, they're the first victim because they don't like themselves. They don't like living in their own minds. And so you're looking to change that. I, quick question. Have you lied to me for the duration of the time we've been talking? Uh, no, I, I, I feel like I'm uh, seriously um, changing that. Okay. What does it feel like not to lie? Uh, 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 unfamiliar. Unfamiliar. Uh, very. Uh, I, I can tell you're being honest right now because that is a good term for it, right? It's unfamiliar. Yeah. So you want to make that increasingly more familiar. When I take an exercise class, yoga, when they first try to put me into a pretzel or any of the other little, you know, triangles or these weird positions, it feels unfamiliar, very unfamiliar until I do it a lot of times. And then it becomes more of me, more of my habit. And so any habit change, if you're changing the way you think and you're, you're, Looking to be more, you're looking, you can't be more honest, honest, you're looking to level with yourself and with other people, recognize that feeling that you have now when you're leveling with me or other times when you level. And you can make it a point to decide to be honest and, f and monitor for it. 
and to know the feeling when you go off track. That is the, besides uh, looking at the benefits, that is the next stage of change, that you want to raise your awareness of when you're messing up. So what I would recommend that you do is to, number one, get a therapist who uh, is trained in dealing with people who lie, because that will serve you better. Okay. And the and or tell your therapist maybe he can work with you and get a therapist who is knowledgeable in the area of you don't have to tell me what it is of the sexual deviancy because there are people who specialize in that and there are many who don't. Uh, the second is to make a note of that feeling you currently have when you're not lying and see if you can bring that type of feeling into your life more often. Making the changes of this feels good. It feels different may not feel good yet, but this is the direction I want to go in. And really making an effort to value the one life that really counts your life. Listen, thank you so much for your call, Dave. Thank you so much for directing me, helping me. You're welcome. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Edwin Locke. We've all had the experience of seeing people dressed in dumpy clothes with unattractive hairstyles. We may think, ah, if only they made the most of their appearance, how nice they could look. If you've been to a high school reunion and seen what some formerly attractive classmates let happen to their looks, you may have recoiled in shock thinking, I can't believe they let themselves go like that. Try an experiment. Take a careful look at yourself in a mirror. If your ideal romantic partner were to meet you now, what would be his or her first impression? What would your posture, clothes, and grooming reveal about you? What sort of person would you like to attract? What changes in your appearance would make this more likely? You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy the book at amazon.com.